You are listening to Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast, a podcast created for those who are not interested in working out to be better at working out. Instead, they simply want to get fit so they can do the things that they love to do. My name is Andrew Hamill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Prodigy Fitness in Pleasanton, California, where we simplify fitness for busy adults looking to invest in their health, crush their fitness goals, and live their best life. So join me weekly as I tackle all things fitness to give you the tools you need to be simply fit. On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Jane Capewell. We talk about her fitness journey, how she got started, how she stays consistent, and most importantly, how she stays sane. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast. Today, I am joined by Jane Capewell, who's been a member of ours for a little over a year. Uh, She kind of is part of our 6 a.m. crew who joined us uh, right before the pandemic hit, um, unfortunately. But fortunately for us, uh, their their gym had closed down, and so they were looking for a new home. Uh, So Jane is one of the last ones of this group that I've been able to kind of wrangle up and get on a podcast. so I just wanted to have Jane kind of introduce herself, talk about her journey a little bit. Uh, plus, she's got a really cool British accent, so I thought it'd be really, really fun to have her on the podcast. So Jane, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. Um, if you don't mind spending a little bit of time just kind of talking about your fitness journey, kind of a little bit of history behind that, and then, you know, mainly like what kind of what was the, the what got you started? Okay, so I guess when I think about it, as a kid, I never had to do exercise because it just kind of happened, you know, I, I walked to school every day, we, I walked a mile and a half to school, down a big steep hill and up the other side to go to school every day, and then home again, and then I'd go out in the evening and do the same thing all over again, to go to events in the evening, and if I wanted to run, I got up and I ran, and, you know, for a while, funny as it seems now, and Andrew will laugh at this, the fact that I don't like running very much now, <laughs> I held the 400 meter record in middle school for many, many oh. years as a joint, a joint record with my friend, and it lasted about, I think, eight or ten years after we left the school. Pretty sure I wasn't that fast, but I did hold the record for a long time, <laughs> and all of that was with zero effort I didn't have to think about it I didn't have to try you know I if I wanted to walk up a hill or I wanted to run or I wanted to do that it just happened because I was young and I did just enough sort of moving that it I didn't have to exercise and then of course you know college college comes and instead of living a mile and a half away from where I was going it was all of a sudden I I did a year working working before I went to college to do some training and I lived across the road from where I worked the food was terrible. It was it was one of these hostels you stayed in. The food was terrible, but they did a very good English breakfast. So every morning I'd go in there and I'd eat my great big English breakfast and it was delicious and probably enough calories to last me a week. And I yeah. did it every day. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm not doing any exercise and I'm eating too much food. And, you know, the freshman 15 came along and then, you know, you go to college and I did some more sort of walking, but no specific activities then. And then kids come along and you're like, oh, yeah, kids, yeah, no, I haven't got time, I haven't got time. And then you all of a sudden realise, and probably this was walking with my mum, who's who's very fit, does a lot of walking, walking her, with her up hills, and all of a sudden I, I can't keep up with her. And it's like, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't be not be able to do this. I don't want to be like this. I don't, don't want to do this anymore. So I started off, because the kids were still very small, with an exercise video. And it wasn't 
that hard but I did it every day so I started the sort of every day every weekday habit every weekday I would get up and I would do this video and the kids were either sleeping upstairs or crawling around on the floor while I was doing it and I kind of got started there and then gradually as they went to school and I had a bit more time and moved to America was another detail in there somewhere along the line I started going to a kickboxing class because that sounded like fun it's like oh I'll do that I'll have a go at kickboxing <laughs> and so um Andrew laughs because in in the gym I'm the one who likes to drop my weights when I've lifted a heavy weight I like to drop it and everybody's like oh noise all that noise but yeah but for me it's like it's like <laughs> I'm allowed to do that here Bam. yeah absolutely um, so kickboxing as you can imagine on that basis was 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 fun I did it and I kickboxed and I made friends there and I did it for a long time and then I think all of us have one of these friends a friend who's always I found this great class I think you should do it. I think we should try this it's a great offer you know you can get six weeks for for no money at all let's go try it and she sort of persuaded me that I should sign up for this the, the gym that I was going to until it closed very recently and uh, at the time they were doing small lightweight circuit training no weights at all and I went along and I thought yeah yeah I'll go for the free trial well I went for the free trial I thought I like this I want to stay and so then I stayed there doing that and then their program morphed into heavyweight training and it was like I don't want to do this. Who? I I don't want to end up looking like some kind of monster with muscles everywhere. I don't want to do weight training. But anyway, it was I was signed up, so I thought, oh, okay, I'll I'll do this. And then I got hooked on the weight training, and I was the last person I expected to get hooked on the weight training. But I got hooked, and I liked it, and I discovered that I could lift things I never believed I could lift. And it was like, wow, this is amazing. And then it moves on to you discover that I work with a lot of very young people and uh, most of them are probably 15 to 20 years younger than me, if not more. And all of a sudden I could lift more weight than them. And not that I talked about it a lot, but I just said, oh yeah, I was in the gym this morning and I lifted this. And they're like, you did what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so that made me happy as well. So I talked for a very long time there, but that's how no, I that was came to be where I am now. Yeah, that was great. No, I love it. And I think that uh, you, you brought something up that it's, it's so funny that I've, I've been talking about this. Um, you know, when we're recording this podcast, it's the end of April, probably by the time this gets out, we'll probably be around, you know, end of May or so. But, you know, we've been talking a lot about is like recently, I've been talking with friends and, and you know, Coach Kaylee, things like that about the idea that, like, still the, the adage that, you know, women have this fear of lifting heavy weights, and it's going to make you big and bulky. And it's just, and it's so funny that you say that and then said, you, you know, kind of like, all right, well, fine. I, I really don't have another choice. So I will give it a try. Um, and then learning that like, Hey, that's, it's not right. Like, yeah, I may put on a little bit of muscle that's, but that's great, but I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to improve my confidence. Right. There's going to be certain things where I'm like, well, shoot, like, I didn't realize I could do that. Like, that's pretty awesome. Right. Um, but, uh, but you know, the, the big and bulky is not going to happen. Right. And I think yeah. that that's a fear that a lot of women have when it comes to resistance training and things like that, you know, um, uh, uh, and what I have to say is like, you know, if you're, you see these, vi these visions of these bodybuilders or these, you know, high level, like CrossFit athletes, and you're like, well, there's probably a couple of things going on here. There's probably, you know, they're, they're, they're probably chemically enhanced in some degree, right? They're, they're on something, um, you know, and, and then the, the, the frequency that you're training at and the, the, the calorie surplus that you're, they're eating at is just insane to where they're getting that way. You know, if you're a busy mom or, you know, busy dad or whatever it may be, and you're, I can squeeze in 30, 45 minutes to an hour of just resistance training 
three days a week, like that's perfect to get stronger, but it's, it's not going to lead to me getting big and bulky. Yeah. The, the amount of work it takes to get big and bulky along with the chemical enhancements. That's the only way you're going to get there. And I don't have that kind of time or the desire to get there. Right. Absolutely. And, and that, I mean, that's coming from Jane who we joke around is our, is our mad scientist. She works for, for Clorox. So she, she, she knows all the science stuff. Yeah. yeah. Strictly speaking, I'm an engineer, but we, I get the mad scientist title and it makes me laugh. So I'm happy. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, so what, I mean, you're obviously like, you know, with the, with the pandemic, it kind of threw a wrench in everyone's, everyone's plans, but I mean, you have always been kind of, I know with us, especially, and then I know previously with, with your guys' other gym, you've always been super consistent, making it at least, you know, four to five days, more, more often than not five days a week. What, what do you attribute that kind of that consistency to um, in terms of, you know, fitting it into a busy lifestyle, fitting it into kind of the chaos that was the pandemic and things like that? So I think it started off with a, I didn't have long, so I had to do it frequently to to be able to fit it in at all. Because, you know, especially when the children were young, you have this, this very tiny window between you waking up and them waking up. And it sometimes it didn't always work out. So it kind of started that way. And then I think when I did the, the free trial at, at, the, at the, the other gym, it was like, oh, well, we have five days a week classes and I'm, I'm working out the maths and, you know, just in a very sort of mechanical way going, well, if I go to every class, then it's only costing me so much a class, which is, yeah. it's, it didn't really matter that much, but it was like, I'm going to get value for money out of going. Yeah. And then I started to go five days a week. And when I first started there, there were days when I'd get up in the morning and I could barely move. I was so stiff. I wasn't hurt, but I was so stiff. And I'd kind of be lifting my knees to get up and down the stairs and go, oh my goodness, what, why is this so hard? But I kept going because I, I was going to get my value for money was how it started. And then over time, it was a small group, like it is with you, Andrew. It's, it's, right. it's, a, it's a small group. It's the same group of faces most days. A few new people, come, you know, a few people come in and out, but you see the same people week after week. And because of that, if I didn't come to class, somebody would go, why weren't you here yesterday? Or we missed you yesterday. It started off with the, oh, we missed you yesterday. I hope, I hope you're okay, sort of thing. And then it moved up to now, and as you well know, I have a, a group of friends that the, with the group that I came across to the gym with and now extra people who are at the, the Prodigy gym uh, where if I don't turn up, they go, you weren't here yesterday and you didn't get a hall pass to not be here for, for tomorrow's <laughs> class. And so it's in a very positive way. I don't mean to make that sound like you, you're, you're in yeah. trouble, but it's this people expect you to be there. And if you're not, there's somebody holding you accountable in the nicest possible way. And so that was how it kind of started. It was this accountability. And then now I've become an addict. It's like when the pandemic hit last year and all the gyms had to close down and it was like, what do I do? I need to do something. And yeah. I come to the gym and I go to the gym for the motivation that it gives me because yeah, sure, I could do something at home, but I could do it with five pound weights or I could just do five reps rather than 10 reps. But when somebody tells me this class today is 10 reps and you're going to use this weight or whatever it is, you do it. But when I'm at home, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll just cut some corners. I'll just not do so much. And so that kind of is my behavior at home, which is why I need the sort of the gym family to keep me going. And so when the pandemic hit and then you started doing the video classes and all of a sudden I could still do my workout at home 
remotely and it was one of the first activities I did remotely during the pandemic and it was just such a relief it was like oh I feel human again and it was early on it was spring I was working out in the garden and the birds were singing and it was like yeah. oh this is wonderful oh I feel normal again and it was one of the few bits of normality I had during the pandemic and yeah. you know gradually as we've got further through it's got better but at that time it was like I needed that I was going crazy you know yeah. just sitting in front of a computer all day every day absolutely no and I remember it was uh yeah like in the morning and we would mute everybody but you so that way everyone could listen to your birds chirping and singing and, and whatnot yeah as we were working out but uh but yeah no and I think that having that accountability or having those those buddies is 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 key and I and I know I know you three ladies are, are very much you know each other's kind of accountability and you know it's it's so funny like like one of you will walk in and you're like yeah the other two text me they're on their way or or you know it's it's whatever so it's it's good. And I think for a lot of people who are, are potentially struggling to get started, you know, grabbing a buddy or having a, someone that they can go with or go kind of lean on in terms of, you know, I don't feel like going, but I know that, you know, Jane is going to be there waiting for me. I got to get up and I got to go. And, and it's, it's crazy to, to think how, how it's, it's so hard to like be accountable to ourselves, but it's so much easier to be accountable to somebody else. Right. It's like, it, you know, and I find that like, as I'm like doing just like business stuff, I'm like, you know, I had to hire a coach because I'm like, I'm sitting by myself just twiddling my thumbs. But now that I've got a coach and he's giving me tasks that I got to get done, I'm like, okay, I'm accountable to get these things done, you know? And, and I think it's the same when you have those workout buddies and, and, and things like that. And I think the interesting thing about the workout buddies is one thing that I think sometimes makes people hesitate about joining the gym is you don't have a workout buddy to go with. So I said I had a buddy that persuaded me to sign up for the the sort of the free classes to get me started. I think she lasted the, the length of the free classes and then she was on to the, the next great free thing down the street and she was trying something new. She went from whatever kind of that exercise was, she went to the, the next greatest exercise. So she really didn't last very long there. And so I was started there and it was effectively by myself. And I made friends in the class. So the two ladies, you know, the sort of the three of us that, that are sort of, you know, the core group that came across, I probably would never have got to know either of them if I hadn't been in the gym class with them. And we sort of started working out together and just gradually we coalesced into to sort of a real group of friends. But if it hadn't been for the gym, I would never have known them. So I think that's a good thing for people to think about. It's like, yeah, if you don't have somebody to come with, just come because in yeah. the in the big sort of 24-hour gyms and the like there's none of that community or feeling but when you come to a smaller gym to get started you will be made to feel welcome and nobody questions whether you're listing lifting a one pound weight or a 50 pound weight nobody cares they just want you to sort of be there and enjoy yourself and so you don't even have to feel embarrassed that you can't do things or you don't know how to do things because you're welcomed and then you you will make friends along the way and you know we've worked out together I think as the three of us we've worked out together. I think it's either eight or nine years I can't remember the exact number of years but we started as complete strangers and you know yeah. now, now we're a pain in pain pain for Andrew we're like well, what about this and we want to do this and yeah. we want to do that. but that built up over time and it was just through our shared interest in working out and being fit and we now drive one another to do harder and harder things yeah. but we choose to do it and you don't have to have buddies like that you can have buddies that aren't quite as crazy as we are 
yeah whatever works for you yeah no and, and that's right and then I, I think that you know you know the three of you, I, I i still vividly remember the first day that you you three ladies came to the gym you know back in march of, of 2020 and and we were um you know uh, i think we had deadlifts that day or something like that and the three of you ladies were like yep cool got set up and just got started and like i remember even like all of the guys that were in the gym they were just like looking like like whoa like who are these three and you were just like yep hello how are you guys doing yeah that's us and 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 i think from then on everyone's like okay all right we've got you know these three powerhouse women and let's do it you know so um so yeah and i think that that's super important and i think that that is is a testament to um you know the power that yeah you find you come to a facility that is kind of a little bit more private a little smaller and and you know yeah at the end of the day we're all each other's cheerleaders and and um, you know, we want to see each other succeed and we want to see each other just, you know, kind of happy and enjoying life. And, and, you know, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you helped Anna like get chickens and like, it was just, it's, it's like kind of funny watching you guys, you know, all, but then also you're, you're joking and razzing with the, you know, all, all the other people that are at the gym and, and, you know, um, it's, it's awesome. So, yeah. So I think that having that mindset of, you know, I may not know anyone, but finding maybe a, a more of a smaller private setup where people are, are super nice and inviting and, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna meet new friends. And, and yeah, I mean, like you said, like you never would have probably crossed paths with with the other two ladies, but you know, you have and, and now you guys are, are pretty inseparable and, you know, you know, things like that. And I think the other thing sometimes the, the sort of fear of going to a gym is there's going to be all these little cliques with lots of people who they only want to work out with themselves and they won't welcome new people. And that just it hasn't been true for me. But, you know, over the years, we've had people come through through the previous gym and now, you know, now with Prodigy and we just all group and welcome people in and so I don't you know you don't have to have a fear that it's going to be like middle school where it's like oh we don't talk to those people because yeah. they're, they're not our people it's not like that either and I think th those are the two sort of fears sometimes you have going to a new place or starting to do a new thing that oh I'm not going to fit in or people aren't going to want me to join their groups it's just not like that and that I think is what makes it so wonderful so on days when the other two aren't there doesn't matter to me I go I still have friends I still have people I chat to we work out together yeah. and it, it's it's just that feeling I mean we you talk about it as being a family and it really is a it, it feels like a family in a good way yeah no, without awesome. the arguments <laughs> yeah right exactly it's, it's probably more the family that people want right now <laughs> it's, it's the family you can choose for yourself right exactly um awesome so you know, the one thing I always love to do on the podcast, because, you know, like I said, you, you've, you've figured out how to make this a part of your lifestyle, right? Like this, this went from one of those things where like, you know, yeah, you were doing stuff pre previous to this, but like, I think too often people look for that quick fix. Like, you, you know, you had your friend for an example, as an example, right? Like every six weeks, she was looking for something new, something different, right? You started out with that, but you found a way to make it consistent. And so I, what, like, I always love to have you guys talk about kind of maybe two or three kind of tips or tricks that you have kind of found over the years that if somebody were listening to this, they say, Hey, you know, actually that really makes sense. It clicks with me. Like I want to start implementing that. So what, you know, two or three, maybe tips, tricks, pieces, pieces of advice do you have for somebody who is maybe on the fence looking to get started, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, I think one of the biggest ones is just make that first step. And maybe the first thing you try won't be the thing that you want to do, but make the first step. It's, it's go try it. And I, I kind of equate it to when I moved to America. It's like I 
we picked up everything and we moved to America and we'd had friends just before we moved out who had moved to Australia from England, stayed six weeks and came home because it wasn't what they expected. And it's like, I don't want to do that. You have to commit for long enough. Now, you know, moving from one side of the world to the other is quite a different thing. But I think the same thing with any kind of exercise, because I think those first few weeks when you start out, you are going to be so sore. You're going to be wondering how to get up the stairs because your legs are sore. But it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And, you know, things that when I first started, it was making me so if you if you give it a couple of weeks, all of a sudden you can start to do those things and, and not not be sore. And so it's that committing for a period of time. And that's why this sort of the free trial was a great one to start with, because it's like, well, I'm going to get my money's worth out of this trial was kind of the mentality I have. And that doesn't work for everybody. So I think that that's one thing is give it long enough and if you have to have a rest day have a rest day you know resting is not a bad thing as long as yeah. you don't do more resting than you do exercise I guess <laughs> is, is probably that and then yeah. for me what works is once my day starts and I'm going to work and I'm cooking dinner and I'm doing all those things there's no way I'm going to find time to exercise so my personal choice is to get out and go to the gym so I go to the gym at six o'clock in the morning which I never dreamed that I would do that consistently but I joke that sometimes I think I get up and I get halfway through the class before I'm truly awake and yeah. I'm like oh, right oh I'm at the gym <laughs> but it's like it's a behavior it's I get out of bed I go to the gym and I don't really have time to think about it or find diverting activities and so that's another thing that keeps me going and then I think that the final one is, and I, I joke about, I come to the gym, gym for my sanity. Day to day at home or at work, I'm supposed to be the expert and everybody's asking me questions all of the time. What about this? What about that? And what's this? And what's that? And, and it's constant questions and I'm expected to always know the answers. And when I come to the gym, I don't have to do that. I, I come and Andrew tells me what to do or Coach Kaylee tells me what to do. And I just come in and I don't exactly completely switch off my brain, but the part of my brain that's usually having to answer technical questions or where something is I can switch it off and I can just be and enjoy the exercise and not have to think about it and that's a huge huge stress relief as well and then silly things like dropping the weights it's like <laughs> drop the weights it yeah. just it's fun it's different it's a change of scenery and there's not expectations of what I should be doing so I think that's another sort of trip for me it's like it's my time for myself and it probably is the only hour I get to myself all day but I enjoy it and that's why I keep coming yeah absolutely no that's awesome and I think you know um that's a huge one and I was actually just meeting with a prospective uh, client and she was saying that you know you know she's a, a local real estate agent and, and she was like you know with for example, the housing market is crazy. She's like, I'm putting in 15, 16 hours a day. And she was like, I, I just need to invest an hour in my health. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Because, you know, like I've always said, and, and, and I fall prey to this too, but like the idea that, you know, you, if you want to be, you want to show up and be the best person that you can be in every other aspect of your life, like you have to be selfish in the way of think of yourself first. Right. And, and, you know, like it's so like I, I own a gym, but I struggle to work out on a consistent basis. There's days where I'm just so busy and swamped where I'm like, I, or there's days where I'm, I just I don't feel like working out today. But like I know that I need to invest in my health to show up and be the best, you know, coach for you guys and be the best husband I can be and best dad and best business owner and all that other stuff. And, and I think that that's super powerful. Um, and I also wanted to touch on the point that you brought, you know, that that you said, you know, just 
like just get started. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that that's where a lot of people kind of, you know, maybe struggle is that they, they wait to come up with like this perfect plan. And when in reality, it's never going to be perfect. And it's, you know, just get started. And you can kind of, like I use the analogy, like just build the plane as you're flying it, right? Like, oh, that didn't work. Throw that off, put that on. And, and we'll just kind of keep moving forward, right? I wouldn't recommend it with planes, but going yeah. to the gym, absolutely. It's like, just start, you know, and there's lots of places you could go and different places might suit other people. And you, you have to try, because I mean, like I started kickboxing and I loved kickboxing. I probably would have never left kickboxing if my friend hadn't said, oh, you've got to try this. And trying that in a complete, it was a, a significant change in the way I exercise. And I'm so much fitter and stronger now than I was when I was doing that. But that was almost entirely accidental that I fell into that. And now if you tried to take it away from me, you know, I'd fight you for it. It's like, you're not, you're not taking that away from me. I, I need it now. It's, it's, it's almost like an addiction and people go, nah, nah, that's not true. But it is, yeah. it's, it's like an addiction. I don't quite shake if I don't come to the gym in the morning, but <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not such a nice person that day if I haven't worked out before I start the day. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome. This is this has been great. I appreciate you uh, you taking a few moments out of your busy day, doing all the mad scientist stuff that you do uh, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to sit down and talk with me a little bit about your journey. Um, but uh, but yeah, hang on real quick. I'm going to sign off uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Andrew Hamill, joined by Jane Capewell. Um, if you guys want to join us and, and you guys can have fun stories with Jane, listening to her English accent, it was, it's, uh, um, I guess, is it, correct, correct my, my nativity, is it, is it English accent or British accent? How, how would... It, you can say either because I am English and, it, and England is part of Britain. And yeah, as Andrew says, with the English accent, I say vitamin and pocket. And what, what's the other one? Oh, process and schedule. Process. Just schedule, yeah. Yeah. just for entertainment. Then, right. And then you say, uh, what do you say? You say park. Uh, something about it's like a parking stall. What do you call it? A, um, car is it park. A, parking? a car park. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. another one. Yeah. So you learn a whole new vocabulary coming at 6 a.m to prodigy when jane is there for sure that's right and I, i'm learning american still so you can teach me some of that while you're there <laughs> awesome well as always if you guys uh, take a moment to please uh hit the subscribe button on both our youtube channel and our podcast so that way you stay up to date on all the information that we've got coming out um and as always if you guys have any questions don't hesitate to reach out through facebook's Instagram, social media, email, phone, whatever it may be, and we would be happy to answer them for you. All right. Hope you guys are having a great day, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. If you're a busy adult in the Tri-Valley and you're looking to lose weight, get stronger, and have more energy, we would love to help. If you're confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information regarding fitness and nutrition that's out there, we can simplify the process for you. Head over to our website at we-r-prodigy.com to get started today.